everybody, this is Ian, the GM slash Castlekeeper for the podcast. Due to the way we recorded versus the way we um, ended up splitting the episodes, we don't actually have an introduction for this one, so I wanted to put this here so you're not just dropped right in the middle of a narrative arc, all strangely. I also wanted to remind everybody who's playing what characters, since again, there's no introduction. We have Wit playing Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We have Aaron playing Ericene, the half-elf assassin slash socialite slash deep and detailed person who doesn't do labels. We have Kelly playing Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. And we have Adam playing Vons, the foxfolk alchemist. And without further ado, let's get on with the show. Cut over to our lovely kobold engineer, Grix. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm standing outside the bar waiting for folks to show up. Yep. I was told to meet several people. Yeah, you know that they will have some sort of like notice or letter to show you. So you aren't just guessing at every person that walks up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm still probably uh, a little energetic and perky and uh, kind of uh, giving everybody who walks by the eye. Which eye? Which kind of eye? <laughs> the like uh, the inquisitive eye, you know. The, the hey, uh, who are you? Are you are you the right one? All right, you've you've started accumulating some looks by the time. That That's fine. Fairly shortly thereafter, um, a fox folk who looks a little bit lost comes up the street and looks at you and. Looks at a piece of paper and looks at you and looks at a piece of paper. So I stare at him real hard. Sure, this is the right person. (laughs) Oh yeah, trying to figure out how to open this one up. Uh, (laughs) Thought you'd be taller. (laughs) This is going to be a thing, isn't it? (laughs) Could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, hey, uh, how are you doing? Taller than you. <laughs> uh, fair, fair enough. Uh, are you, are you here for the job on the, down in the, the Warrens? Yeah, yeah, the job. All right. I think we got a couple more folks we're waiting on. Where are What's they? your name? I'm Vons. Vons? All right. Yep. I'm Grix. Yep. I'm Vons. I'm Vons. My tail is floofy and I breathe things like roofies. <laughs> oh my up, god Fawns, as a heads up Fonz is not dipping into his own stash it's just <laughs> he's just like that <laughs> but alright so wealthy you see as you walk up towards the wasted worm a fox folk and a kobold the kobold seems to be very animatedly discussing God knows what, with the fox folk. You notice that the um, fox folk who is Vaughn seems to kind of be straightening their spine a little bit. <laughs> how tall is tall here. How tall is Vaughn? Like four foot six, oh, something okay. like that. Four foot two, somewhere in there. Okay. So considerably taller than I am. 
and say in the land of halflings and kobolds, the fox folk is king. <laughs> <laughs> At least for so, many reasons. So I'm going to assume that this bricks guy is maybe who I'm looking for, and I'm going to I'm going to walk up to him and I'm going to say, uh, "Hi, I uh, I got this." Um, uh, job posting down at the at the ministry and um i'd really um i'm wondering if you're the person i'm supposed to meet hey yeah good to meet you i'm uh, i'm grix and uh who are you uh i'm wealthy <clears throat> that's quite a brag i was gonna say no but what's your name <laughs> <laughs> yeah smells like money <laughs> no no that that that's what my parents named me was wealthy so you know Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, pleasure to meet you. I'm Grix, and uh, this is Bonds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. I guess we're going to go down to the Warrens together. Yep. Uh, I think we're waiting on at least one more. Yeah. Speaking of, last and finally, and also tallestly, that's how words work. Um, tallestly is totally a word. You said it out loud with your mouth, and we all knew what you meant. Mm -hmm. We're prescriptivist linguists on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, publish it in a couple periodicals, and you'll get right into Webster's, no problem. Yeah. Not Oxford, though. They have exacting standards. <laughs> but all right, well, so Erisine, sure. you see a group of kind of mismatched people holding pieces of paper that remind you of the piece of paper that you have. Uh, standing in front of the Wasted Worm. The neighborhood is pretty much the same as you remember it. You think that the... You're not sure what it is across the street from the Wasted Worm. If you had to guess, you'd think it was a brothel. But you're not positive. <laughs> oh no, I know it's a brothel. That's fair. <laughs> it is being guarded by um, a very large kind of... Oh, that's right. Very large Minotaur, who's just leaning against the wall and being given a wide berth by anyone who isn't going in or out. But on the other side, you have a kobold, a foxhulk, and a halfling who are about to walk into a bar. <laughs> so you do. <laughs> like I feel like joke. I've heard this joke. Yep. <laughs> As Erisine, uh passes the Minotaur, she uh, winks at him. And then... Uh, he just goes, hmm. <laughs> She's used to that sort of response. And then across the street, she goes, Hi! I'm Erisine. You all look like the people that I'm supposed to go into the Warrens with. No, no, no. I've seen you around. I've seen you around. Oh, my God. You sell... You sell stuff, right? Not out loud. <laughs> I wasn't specific. Not out loud. Not in here. Go go meet me at my den. No. Later. 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 No. We'll talk later. Not for me. Oh. No, my friends. God. <laughs> Anyway, hi. 
Who are Hello. all of you? <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Grix. Hi. Hi, Grix. She, like, puts her hand out to, like, shake. Grix pumps it enthusiastically. She's like, Hi. Hi, I'm wealthy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, it's what my parents named me. Oh. Oh. Cool. <laughs> Do you have any nicknames? <laughs> no, it's just wealthy. Oh, okay. I'll get used to that, I'm sure. And we've met here and there, but on the job, you can call me Vons. She, like, squints at you and is like, that was an awfully specific way of saying that. Okay, who wants to go in and have a little drink and talk about the job? Does dead silence convey the idea that I'm squinting at you? (laughs) It does now. Uh, I go in because I'm like Grix is oblivious to this and goes in too (laughs) and I kind of look at Vons and go I don't know and I follow her in I'm assuming we were supposed to go into the bar is that correct (laughs) oh we need a good place to talk I don't want people to see us in a group out here that minotaur knows me That I mean, not by zero me. chill, huh? What? <laughs> I said so. Vons has zero chill, huh? Absolutely zero chill. Chill is no foxes don't get to chill. Not outside of their den, anyway. Fair. Right. Okay. So <laughs> the wasted worm is one of those places that all of the furniture looks sturdy and cheap, like it is probably been broken on a fairly regular basis and eventually they gave up on buying anything more than the basics they're good basics but they're basics it's two stories there's a kind of balcony running around the second floor with tons of tables and a second bar and the bottom floor which has the main bar a thing that is ostensibly a dance floor but often it's just used to hold more tables and five bazillion people I've been to that bar. Isn't it like three o'clock on a weekday? It's the Warrens. A lot of these people were nights on other things. Well, that's fair. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It was three o'clock. Now it's 301. What's your problem? Let's go to the corner. The one furthest away from the bathrooms, the darkest corner and uh, scare the people out of it. So we can actually have a conversation. But for other reasons, (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I want to be as far as away from the bathroom as possible. That's where all the people are always walking and snooping in on your shit. Let's just. Also, like, it smells no. bad. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> since Ericene seems to kind of be leading the seating arrangement here, can you do me a favor and make a wisdom check? Uh, me? Yes. And tell me first if wisdom is a primary stat for you. It is not a primary stat for me. Okay. 
Surprise, surprise. But <laughs> can I ask, is this the sort of thing that char- charisma might be good for? Yeah, I think you could use charisma I'm for this. massively charismatic. <laughs> I get a plus two to charisma checks. Okay. You're aggressively charismatic. I am aggressively charismatic. I low-key insulted half of you, and you still are like, she seems pretty okay, I guess. (laughs) Well, that's just because eye rolls don't come across on a microphone. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Sure, fair. Uh, So uh, uh, charisma is still not one of my uh, primaries. Okay. So how do I... So I actually... I haven't done... I actually haven't... Oh, yeah. We haven't rolled for anything yet. Yeah, so... This you're is gonna it. Be First rolling. roll. Oh my god. Yeah. It's a big deal. <laughs> you gonna mic your, bi- all your dice pressure. box? So, and Castles and Crusades... Skill checks are done. Just roll a d20, add your modifier, and tell me the total. Um, sometimes there are other modifiers that will add or subtract from your roll. Equipment, magic, stuff like that. The kind of twist in Castles and Crusades is that basically what I figure out for a difficulty class is a modifier on the base. So kind of like if you assumed everything was like if you wrote D&D so that everything, you were supposed to get a 15. Um, and, or everything was assumed to start at 15, and then like if it was really easy, you would subtract 5. And Anyway, that's a bad explanation. But um, okay. <laughs> basically, for primary stats, the base DC is 12, and for secondary, the base DC is 18. Oh, okay. So if you have something as your primary stat, even if your mod isn't that high, you're still way more likely to succeed on it than someone who doesn't have it at that stat. Sweet. Uh, So I rolled a d20 and I got a 19 plus 3 because that is my charisma modifier. You ultra succeed. So People see me coming and they're like whoa. No, what happens (laughs) is, well they are kind of like that. But also, one of the bartenders recognizes you from your adventures a long time ago. And lets you know that if you still want it, um, the speakeasy room is still open. Oh my god, Jeremiah! Of course I want the speakeasy room! Well, right this way, and you get shown to an area that would probably be kind of close to where you would sit, but... Jeremiah then kind of takes you around a little corner to like a store area that has just some barrels and stuff and yanks up a a trap door in the floor that leads to a set of stairs that go down into a very plush little lounge area. Ooh, have you redone this since the last time I was here? Yeah, we did. The old interior decorator, remember Jerry, the half-elf? Well, he died, so... (laughs) Oh no... He got old. These things, they happen. (laughs) Jeremiah is um, also an elf. Although, Jeremiah was raised by humans, and it shows a little bit, but also he's basically immortal. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. 
but yeah, so we got we got a new person in, uh, Skylar. Oh, Great taste. You'll, I really like you'll it. You'll notice that the plush velvet has changed from green to red. <laughs> well, send my compliments to Skylar. Will do, will do. And you guys can head on down. You have a not quite personal bartender. It's pretty quiet down here because it is three in the afternoon and you're not with the crowds anymore. So there's like a few other people that are drinking in Paris or alone, but it's not. You can easily find like your own corner pretty far away from everyone else. Should I just get like a pitcher of like like a pale ale for everybody? Like, does that sound good? Or like uh, a yeah, yeah. half pitcher? I don't really understand. It... Yeah, yeah. I'll just get a pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I go to the bar and I order a pitcher of whatever is like the light ale. And while she's at the bar, hey guys. Light is in pale ale or light is in like light beer? Like light beer. Ah. Okay. I mean, it is the afternoon and we're supposed to be going on a job, so. What kind of party girl are you? <laughs> <laughs> The kind that doesn't want to embarrass her uh, her mentor. That's fair. So, sorry, Vons was saying something to everyone while the... Huh. Are we going to trust this this tall lady? Are we, are we good with that? She seems kind of known around here. Hmm. I mean... Honestly, I don't know who any of you are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the cobalt has a point. I mean, working down there all the time, you don't get your head up a lot. I see people walking around. I've seen her a few times. I know that. I know what she buys. I know what she buys. What does she buy? I mean, confidentiality rules, you know. But I know what she buys. I mean, hmm. if you guys trust her, I, I feel okay. I'm okay. Is there any reason not to trust her? Based She's on what she fluffy, buys? but I wouldn't turn your back on her. Okay. Just saying. Um, I wouldn't turn my back on any of you. Given the fact that I don't know you. Hmm. Meanwhile, Ericene's <laughs> back is literally to all of you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can I do something like a perception check? I just want to like see kind of who see how much of this you overhear. Well, no, like see like who is actually around down here. Also, if oh, I okay. hear any of that, that would be cool too. So knowing who's around, because it's kind of a socialite scene, I would actually also let you use charisma for that if you wanted. The flip side to that is you probably won't overhear anything, but you're more likely to know kind of individual people and recognize them i would like to do more of a perception check all right then wisdom it is I think do i have sorry i'm still getting i'm i'm gonna have to get used to like what all of my abilities are oh, no worries because being an assassin i have you have listen, don't you? I have listen, but I don't know if that is exactly the same. 
I don't know if that's the same as perception. Um, I would let you roll listen for this. Okay. I do also have to look that up. No, so listen is truly just listening. Yeah, I was thinking I would let you use it because you're getting a like a feel for what people are talking about. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. So that is wisdom. And you do have plus two to your listen checks because you're an elf. I have an additional plus two to my listen checks on top of wisdom. So I rolled a ten plus two for my wisdom plus two for the fact that I'm listening. All right. <laughs> Fourteen. Yes. Um, and then wisdom is not a primary for you, right? Yeah, hard no on that. Okay, cool. Eventually I will memorize what everyone's primaries and secondaries are, and I won't have to keep asking, but... That's fine. Um, yeah. All right, so you're kind of looking around. You're talking with the bartender, but keeping half an ear out on kind of what's going on around you and glancing over your shoulder and stuff to get a feel for who's in the room. As far as people, that was not specific. Um, sorry. It's okay. You know, there are people here. It's great. There's a couple in the corner, basically the opposite corner diagonally from where you guys are sitting. You can't make out what they're saying, but they're they're very much the like kind of we're drunk and on a third date vibe. Ooh. <laughs> it's a good vibe. It's like it's minutes away from getting very handsy. But right now it's mostly people involved. <laughs> okay. There's a kind of large man sitting by himself. Looks like a dwarf of some sort. You can actually... He's muttering to himself a little bit loudly. So you can determine that he is doing some sort of math. And you'd guess it's like ledger-based math from what you're hearing. Stuff about quantities and prices and all of that. He seems to be having a bit of a hard time with it. And he's kind of talking himself through all the steps every time. Aww. And lastly, sure, why not? In the very back corner, kind of close to you guys, but just in that they're on the same wall, but they're in the other corner that's along that wall. You have one person, cloak, long hair, kind of have the thing going where like, they don't have their cloak hood up, but because they have long hair and it's not tied back, it's falling around their face in such a way that you can't see them very well. Okay. You like can't see their face very well. They seem to be keeping to themselves, though. But I like I can't see their face, and they're not sitting with anyone. Yeah. Uh, what color is their cloak? Their cloak is a deep gray, and they have black hair and pale skin. And are human. I should mention that. Ah, another tall person. <laughs> They're everywhere. It's a play. <laughs> okay. Can't get away from them. Do I know this bartender? No, not personally. Like, I introduce if myself. If they worked here previously, you don't recognize them from it. I introduce myself. Hi, nice to meet you. Um, what can I get you? Said you wanted. Um, I'll just take a picture of uh, your lightest beer. 
I'm Aracene. How are you? I'm great. Ian needs to come up with a fucking name now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ian. Do you want me to come up? Do you want me to make just like a big list of uh No, it's just names? something I need to remember to do. Because um, I'm totally happy to make a list of names. <laughs> I have occasionally kept lists of names. Yeah, no, it's a really good GMing practice, actually. If we still had phone books, I would just grab one of those. Um, but actually, I'm going to punt this a little bit. Hey, wait. Yeah. What species is this bartender? Bartender is um, half-orc. All right. That is so weird. I was going to say the exact same thing. Nice. Adam, how does this person represent gender-wise, or present gender-wise? I figured it would be one of those things where, since they're half-orc, it's kind of hard to tell either way. They're so orcish forward. <laughs> like, they're half-orc, but they're really proud of that orcish side, so they're wearing the jewelry and the everything. And that's what's drawing the eye. And apart from that, the voice is, like, so gravelly, it's almost impossible to tell. All right. So kind of a... We'll go with a they, them. I'm gonna say they, orc. them, orc is a gender. I like it. <laughs> and then Kelly. Yes. What does their clothing look like? They're wearing all black because they're in the service industry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, this is the swankier part of the bar. <laughs> it is the swankier, part, is of the the bar. swankier you want, part of the bar. You, you want to present a different, you know, a, a, a more um, upscale look. Yeah, so this bartender, you know, I should have used that to buy myself time to actually come up with a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We assumed you were taking notes. Yes. So Crickets. introduces yeah. himself as Graz. Graz is... A half orc. How do you spell that? Uh, G R O Z. Oh yeah, um, that's that's a great name. And that the is thing a great that name. You notice about Graz right away, Aracene is. So they are wearing a bunch of kind of traditional, orcish style jewelry. It's all made out of very expensive materials and like really finely crafted. It isn't break the bank level stuff. You're not talking about like. And it's a diamond-encrusted armband that costs $10 billion. But, like, nice silvers and golds and things like that. Semi-precious gems. Okay. Like, it's not flashy, but you know quality when you see it because you're you. <laughs> it's true. All right, here's your pitcher. Lightest beer we have. If you really need it to be lighter, I guess we can water it down, maybe. <laughs> no, that's fine. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, please put that on my tab. All right, will do. <laughs> and hands you a easy to carry tray that has the four glasses and the pitcher on it. Oh, great. Okay, I return to the table. Oh, did I actually hear any of what they were saying about me? <laughs> oh, um, no, not with the fourteen. You could tell they were talking, but not about what. Okay. You just assumed that they were talking about how great you are. 
No, I'm quite... <laughs> more intelligent than that. You don't quite catch all of the shh, 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 shh as you approach the table. I'm like, hi, here it is. I like put down the glasses. I go to pour, like start pouring the beers. And then I'm like, I pour an entire one for myself and put it down. And then I'm like, how much does everyone else want? Ah, uh, the same boss. Thanks. <laughs> I like, kind of look at you for a second. And as you And then pour sort of like shrug his, and pour. As you pour his, I nonchalantly sniff yours. You sniff mine? <laughs> I do everything with my sniffer. Are you trying to find something out or are you just being you? Yeah, I'm I'm just checking, making sure that it's safe. Seeing what's in it. I smell everything. It is sure safe and both generally and also not poisonous nor is it venomous which you have to watch out for with some beers <laughs> get you when you're not wicked some beer sneaks up on you I know what you mean <laughs> I'll take a full glass thank you um I pour a full glass for you I, I'm gonna I pick it up and I look at it and I look how thin and watery it is, and I look at her, and I look at it, and I put it down, and just kind of, well, okay. I just make the with the one gesture. You just make a one gesture? Just just the gesture for one. Like, one. What, however you interpret that, I imagine it's a glass. I... I I start pouring like I look I look very firmly at you and I like start pouring. Are you like just squinting, just squinting in your direction? I keep pouring until the until it's full, and then I put the pitcher down and I say, "Is this one?" And then I'll just grab the pitcher. Okay. <laughs> well, there are usually four glasses in a pitcher. <laughs> I'll sniff the pitcher. You'll sniff the pitcher. Okay. And then I'll take the glass. The pitcher also seems safe for whatever it's worth. I'm just side-eyeing her the whole time, just keeping an eye on her. All right, so you've successfully started your day job gig by going to a bar and getting beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do now? We successfully acquired beer. Congratulations, everybody. You've won D&D. <laughs> Have we leveled up yet? <laughs> What's the experience points for that? It's the friends you make along the way. <laughs> I take a seat, and I'm like, okay, so... Grix, is it? Yeah, Grix. Um, I say, okay, so my understanding from um, Inspector Pearl is that you know where we're going? Yeah, it's uh, it's deep in the Warrens. We're, uh, we're supposed to repair some machinery. Well, I'm, I repair the machinery. Uh... Rest we y'all's, uh... make sure that you stay safe. Yeah. I mean, that's what I 
am supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. I pull out my the the piece of paper that I got from from the ministry, and I say, "And and you need somebody with magical expertise." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Magical expertise is great. I mean, I'm a mage myself. I I know magic. Uh, but uh, somebody else to help would uh, would be all right too. Okay. And, and what exactly kind of machinery are we supposed to be fixing? Or or we're we're supposed to be helping you fix? Oh, uh, uh, I explain what machi- machinery it was. It was <laughs> uh, the uh... roll spout lore. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. You're not sure exactly what kind of machine it's going to be yet. You know it's going to have something to do with power, but it could either be that something connected to the power grid is malfunctioning, or something is messing with the grid itself. So it could be that there's a tree on the power line, or it could be that someone decided to turn on 30 space heaters in their house all at the same time, and it caused a brownout in the neighborhood. You're not sure yet. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's something to do with the power. Uh, We're... uh... We're going to get that back up and running, and uh, we're going to deal with any nasties that are there. And uh, it shouldn't be too hard. should be home by dinner. Yeah, power is power. Power power goes all over the place. That's 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 a thing that power does. But why 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 do we need us for for power? What's going on there? Uh, good good question. Uh, I know I know why I'm there. Griggs, do you want to make an intelligence check? Sure. <laughs> Hey, I'm very intelligent. Shut up. I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I was just teasing. Intelligence is one of my primary abilities. All right. And uh, I got a 17. And that includes your bonus? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you know, you've now that you've kind of been introduced to everyone, you have a feeling you know what role everyone is sort of assigned to. Because you've been on squads of basically freelancers before, pointing them in various directions and telling them what to do. You've been a foreman. You're pretty sure, and given that she's already said it, this is pretty obvious, that Ericene is here as the muscle. And uh-huh. you're starting to guess possibly also the person that knows people <laughs> or can charm them in various ways. Got it, got it. Vons is here primarily as a chemist. There are a lot of magical components that go into making the city run, and not all of them play nice with things like oxygen or living skin. Oh, wonderful. So having someone to know what that glowing green goo is before you touch it is invaluable on a job like this, especially if you go down into the older and less well-maintained maintenance tunnels. And you would guess that Wealthy is here as your least favorite thing, which is the engineering advisor sort of thing, where basically, if you were a car mechanic who has years of experience, this is a person who has a mechanical engineering master's and has never fixed a car <laughs> in their life. <laughs> sure, sure. There you go. Got it. So, like, they've been really useful occasionally in the past when you found... Like, really old machines that no one's seen in 20 years and, like, are trying to make heads or tails of them. But depending on which one you get, sometimes it is just, like, two chill people talking shop and sometimes it is one or the other talking over the other the entire time. So, yeah, that's what you're all here for. And I assume Griggs explains that as much or as little as he wants. Okay, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll break down the roles and I'll explain that uh, I need to do the... The bulk of the work, but uh, if uh, Wealthy wants to see what I'm doing, she's welcome to it. And uh, if everyone else can uh, 
Just keep an eye on the situation. Keep everything stable and safe. Should be good. I'd appreciate the uh, the opportunity to expand my experience. So thank you very much for allowing me to, to watch somebody who knows what he's doing at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you the ropes. It's easy. <laughs> Diplomacy. Erosine <laughs> smiles and goes, I'm just, you know... I just hope I don't have to actually do any of the things that I'm here to do. I hope it won't be as dangerous as it sounds like it could be. And she, like, kind of grimaces just a tiny, tiny bit and, like, kind of does that, like, gulp. (laughs) Yeah, we finally have something in common. I'm kind of hoping it doesn't stink down there. Although, there might be some good flora to harvest. Yeah, you found some crazy mushrooms down in the maintenance tunnels <laughs> that can be made into all sorts of things. Some of them are even useful for people who aren't getting whacked out of their gourd. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> we know you don't. Are you officially. referring to the mycelial network? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> Ian hasn't watched Star Trek Discovery yet. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> oh, well. It's fine. I assume, I assume there's a fungus network. Mm-hmm. There is. It's fucking bananas. Okay. <laughs> they were on some galaxy brain shit when they came up with that. <laughs> Excellent. Is there anything else y'all want to do down here? No, I, I can't think of anything. Uh, if we're if we're good to go, uh, should uh, should get down there. Sounds good to me. Erisi nods and finishes her beer. Yeah. Same. All right, and fucking circle white from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're now deeper into the worms to the kind of nearest intersection to what you know is the problem. By which I mean you're like a block down the street, just because it happened to be close to the side, which is probably part of why you met at the Wasted Worm in the first place. From a quick look around, this is your standard part of the Warrens. Again, not the Cobalt Warrens. Lots of bars, lots of brothels, lots of Basically, anything you can think of doing for fun, there's probably somewhere here you can do it, assuming you can pay them. So it's just kind of chaos all the time. It's like if you went into like a neighborhood that was having... Like if you went to um, Capitol Hill during Pride, but just always. But there's probably slightly more people wearing shirts. Well, okay. you said it's the red light district, yeah? Yeah. Yep, I make a pretty penny down here selling salves. <laughs> Griggs, you immediately notice that basically the streetlights, a couple of them are going pretty screwy. And also there is a rather large puddle of water where there shouldn't be any water at all covering mm. part of the street. All right. Well, that makes me think it's this way. I'll look around and I'll I'll do some hunting for some some problems. All right. Roll wisdom or intelligence, whichever you prefer. Ooh, definitely intelligence. 12, and it is a highlighted stat, a primary stat. Perfect. So you go and you, maybe you haven't been here too much, but like, you know that all of the city that was constructed after a certain point is pretty standardized as far as its infrastructure goes. Like, it may be chaos up top with people building stuff kind of haphazardly and carving new things into walls and all of that. But it's usually pretty easy to trace the water, the sewer, the magic power. And so by doing that, 
you would guess that whatever is causing the water to pool is probably a malfunction in a pump or a water pipe. And given that the power is wonky too, you would guess that's probably the item you would need to search for to figure out what's going on with the power. Or at least it would be a good place to start. Okay. And there are, you also know that there are several entrances down to the maintenance tunnels around the area, kind of scattered about. All right. So uh, does that mean we need to go down into the maintenance tunnels for sure? Or I need to do some investigating up here first? Um, what do you want to do? Everyone, uh, everyone should split up and, uh, and look for something, anything weird just in this, in this area. I've never been in this part of town. How do I tell what's weird? It all looks weird. I've been in this neighborhood. I have, I down but here. I'm usually drunk, so... <laughs> <laughs> she, like, shrugs. I point out the water, I point out the power issues, I point out the other infrastructure issues. Okay, then I know what I'm looking I, I guess I know what I'm looking for. I sneak into the holes, but mostly just for commuting. <laughs> so we meet back here in five? Or yeah, what? yeah, five sounds good. Okay. I would like to investigate kind of more centrally because I'm supposed to keep all of you safe. So, like, if I can't see you, I can't really keep you safe, you know? Uh, alright. Specifically, you, Grix, but also everyone else, too. Yeah, Grix looks a bit frail. We might want to worry about him a little bit. If all else fails, I'll just sort of, like, bend over him and protect him that way. <laughs> He's on his last leg. I don't know, uh... Last arm. Oh, well, that too. Oh! We'll see. Oh my god, that is, like, I, I'm so I didn't even notice, but, like, that is a really cool, like, prosthetic arm. Yeah, thanks. I would love to ask you about that more when we have more time, but clearly we should be looking for things. So, oh sure. All right, Grix. What is this thing we're looking for? Looking like? Well, I don't know yet. We're we're looking for anything weird. Look for look for things that are broken. Look for things that are uh, leaking. Look for anything magical. Okay, I'm gonna go down one of the streets and I'm gonna stay kind of in the center and so the Aerosene can keep an eye on me. But at the same time, I'm looking all around. All right. Um, basically, everyone who is doing the search, uh, just roll a wisdom check. I also have this thing where I can spot hidden doors. So just FYI, if I'm ever near a door, a secret door, I'm entitled to a wisdom check. <laughs> it literally says, yeah. <laughs> entitled to a wisdom check. I don't know why it said entitled, but... Probably to make it abundantly clear to the DM that, like, yes, you tell them <laughs> that they are doing a wisdom check. Stop trying to rules all your way out of this DM. <laughs> so that's just my dice roll plus my wisdom number, yeah? Uh, plus your wisdom modifier, yeah. Yeah, uh, mine's an eight. Mine oh, no, be a... because we're aren't we also supposed to add our level? Yes, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you should be adding, oh. yeah, add oh. your level to the roll that's, as well. So right. you have an additional one to everything right now. Okay, that so... That would be a nine. Ten. The score next to the whiz plus the die roll plus the level yes awesome all right uh that puts me at a 25 are you adding your wisdom modifier 
Uh, my wisdom score is 10. Okay. So I don't know what the modifier would So be. that would mean you have a modifier of plus zero on your wisdom checks. Plus zero. Well, I rolled a 14. So adding that to my level is at least a 15. Yep. Okay, so we have a 9. I got a 10, if you didn't get that. Ericene rolled an 11, plus 2 for her wisdom modifier, and 1 for her level. So, 14 total. Alright, and does anyone here have wisdom as a primary stat? Haha, <laughs> no. 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 Uh, yeah, likewise, no. Ah, this group is so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> There's no traps, they say, before walking immediately into a spike pit that was uncovered in front of them. <laughs> oh, you know what? If I'm looking for traps, do you want me to look for traps instead? No, I was just joking. If I'm looking for traps, I, intelli- I use intelligence. And that's for looking for traps, not just disarming them? It just it says traps. Cool. An assassin yeah. may use this to do one of the following. Find, disable, or set traps. Yeah, that makes sense. Because cool. I know what a trap looks like i guess yeah you have knowledge of how they work so you know where to check mm-hmm. wait a rule book tall girl <laughs> <laughs> it's because i have the physical book so i can just like flip back and forth between the two pages that explain to me what my class does such power uh. so with those rolls it sounded like the highest was like a 15 ish yeah that's what i got yeah so bonds um you notice that it's subtle, but you notice that a lot of the, there's a lot of kind of like lichens and various molds and mosses and things like that, that grow out of, that grow on the stone of the city. Well, you've got my attention. Yeah. You notice some of them are acting a little bit weird. Like only half of them is blooming or they are bioluminescent when they shouldn't be. So you would guess that basically what's happening somewhere around here from that experience is there's a magical leak of some sort right 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna scrape some of these and uh start packing away some samples because awesome (laughs) you succeed at doing that uh grix yes with your 10 you decide that maybe you should check out that puddle okay you figure out that you kind of wade into it and it's not super deep it's like ankle deep sure but you do find there's a crack in the street at the center of it and there's water slowly like gushing out of it in kind of very like slow rhythmic it's like a pumping motion and whatever it huh. is isn't super strong because it's not shooting water up into the air or anything but it's at least consistent enough to be maintaining this pump this puddle interesting this puddle won't drain away because there is something pumping water into it sure all right sorry what was Ericene's total 14 14 yeah so you're mostly staying you know centered and keeping an eye on all of these other people but I'm going to say that there's something that you notice about the crowds. There are a couple of people that are carrying drinks either in cups or glasses or vials that are glowing, which you know is not a standard thing around here. And they seem to be the people that ping your, like, rich party kid radar. Can I, like, stop one of them? Uh, sure, yeah. Is this like a Bourbon Street kind of a thing? I don't know what that is, so maybe... <laughs> oh, just, um... <laughs> Like in, Mardi Gras. In New uh, Orleans, they can you can just drink in public, like on the street and on Bourbon Street. Yeah, you can definitely do that in this area. Okay. Basically, as long as you aren't causing trouble, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> sure. 
Ericene stops one of them and she goes, Hi, where did you get that yummy looking drink? Oh, it's from an establishment you've probably never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, where the fuck did you get that? It looks so good. Sorry. <laughs> she just like, honey, if you think I've never heard of it, you are on something fantastic that I must get a hold of. Truth. <laughs> Kerosene gives you a lot of realness. I don't know what to say. I got it at the the Gwendaloo. The Gwendaloo? And so Ian, how do you, how how would one spell that? Uh, this is gonna out me as someone who probably just mispronounced a foreign word. <laughs> uh, G W E N D D O L E. Gwendaloo looks reasonable to me uh-huh. she's like oh, thank you so much can you tell me like what does it do does it get you like fucked up darling it gets you extremely fucked up <laughs> I haven't been able to see out of my left eye for three blocks <laughs> <laughs> that explains why you keep taking rights Ericene just like smiles like so wide and is just like that is very exciting. Thank you so much for telling me. Have a great rest of your fucked up. <laughs> and then she just turns and walks away. I was gonna say he laughs and walks off. You two both know this dance. It's where did you get that cool shit? I got it here. Cool. I'm gonna go get high too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you all meet back up. What did I find? Alright, sorry. It was a nine. You found that you are very confused about this entire neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That's what I... You also kind of noticed the glowing drinks a little bit, but you've never been here, so you just assume that's normal. You are running into the problem that you thought of, which is you haven't been down here, so you don't know what's weird. There are lots of lit up signs, and some of them are like flickering in parts or entirely, but you also know that those signs are probably independently powered, like they're just an enchanted item. So that probably doesn't indicate anything about the power. And you kind of can't find anything that both seems weird and seems like a thing you could connect to the power grid. Okay. But you may be having trouble because you're also like two foot eleven on a crowded street. <laughs> yeah, that that's also a problem. Yeah. yeah I'll take a second to uh, try to identify these scrapings I've discovered. It's some cool moss and shit. <laughs> Hey, cool moss and shit. So none of it's unusual in terms of family of moss or fungi or whatever. Some of them look like species you know, but a little bit off. One of them is normally a deep green, but this one has a purple tinge to it, kind of like when you get a succulent. Some of them, if you stress them out enough, they change colors a little bit around the edges. Mm-hmm. So it's picking up a little bit too much or too little of a certain element? Probably, yeah. Or something about it has changed a tiny bit. Like, you've seen stuff like this when people do crossbreeds and stuff in their home labs. So it could be either someone decided to uh, spread the joy of their home experimentation. Or it could be that this stuff is kind of naturally evolving because you don't spend a ton of time down here. But it does seem a little bit weird because you have a... Between you and the people you kind of know professionally, like, you have a pretty good working knowledge of almost every kind of plant you're going to find, plant and plant adjacent thing that you'll find in the city. And this doesn't 
like all of these seem a little bit off and it doesn't draw me into any of my known associates particular direction no it doesn't strike you none of these mutations or changes or whatever are extreme enough to be the sort of thing that you would usually associate with someone you know making it it's like when you breed wheat for size right like in height you wouldn't go and be like my wheat is one centimeter higher than normal wheat i have succeeded at everything like you would do more right. generations fairly until it was a significant change. difference and these haven't okay. crossed over that so there's fashion. something local something about the area that is changing the way that these plants are behaving yeah well and fungi fungi aren't plants are they did i notice any particular mineral deposits in the area or changes in the quality of the stone no nothing like that this is a pretty well used and well developed area most of the stone has been carved into buildings and extra bits hauled away it's a lot like most of the rest of the city you're dealing with basically just a bunch of granite right so we know that there's nothing going on with somebody dumping anything here or something environmental causing this this is something more of a breeding issue or perhaps a, a magical one yeah there's no obvious someone dumped a bunch of lead over in the corner and that might be fucking stuff up right or one of these yahoos spilled their drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> that might be it you don't know for sure <laughs> <laughs> you haven't sniffed that drink yet so well may as well get to that how are these guys uh how are these uh these party people hanging they're uh, they're sauntering around swaying to and fro just yeah pretty much. marching along around the block yeah kind of wandering around you see them going in and out of other places too they aren't like strictly staying on the street and there's not a lot of them that have these drinks but the drinks are glowing so it's pretty obvious well are there any buskers around they're my people. Yeah, there's got to be at least a couple, yeah. Right, right. Let's find somebody with a nice hurdy-gurdy going and uh, see if we can see if we can chat them up. Does it have to be a hurdy-gurdy? <laughs> yes. It could be a Zydeco. Absolutely. Okay. You find... You would say that wit. <laughs> wit Stan Zydecos. I know how much you love Sting. <laughs> I do enjoy Sting. <laughs> going to engage in tantric d d it's going to take seven hours and nothing will happen uh, <laughs> all right no thanks yeah. um so you actually find you find a female dragonborn blue scales kind of curvy but she's also like sitting down and playing a hurdy-gurdy so huh, right like you do has basically the case sitting out in front of where she's sitting and playing it and people are dropping coins in as they go by. Or you, you see, and you know this from other things, basically whatever would be the local equivalent of like pot chocolate, stuff like that. Aha. Uh-huh. Where it's like occasionally people are dropping some good shit in there. But mostly it's money, because mostly the uh-huh. buskers need money and not <laughs> your random off-cast drugs. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, pull my hood up and sidle up a close and find whatever the smallest piece of metal in my pocket is and throw that in hard as I can so it makes a good clink sound and say hey 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 what's up uh what what do you see going on around here I see all of these drinks floating around uh they're they're glowing and bouncing people just seem to be uh marching along here what do you what do you see what do you what's going on here oh yeah the drinks are like a new thing 
How new? Last few weeks, I think. They tend to tip really well, though, so I haven't been asking too many questions, you know? Don't question a good thing. Can't complain about... Uh, can't complain about tips. Glad for you on that yeah. one. So can you point me in the direction of where these things are coming from? Yeah, yeah. I played down there. I played on there on Saturdays, actually. Like, in the area. Uh-huh. It's a place called the Gwendolyn. You play there. The Gwendolyn. Okay. All right. And she gives you directions. Right, right. Which, of course, I could have followed my my uh, my teammate to to get to. No, now you've verified it. This is independent Not discovery. Not if you're avoiding her, you can't. <laughs> oh, right, right. We still haven't decided whether or not we trust you yet. Tall people. Whatever. All that privilege. This is the fucking deep dramatic conflict listeners crave. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. I, do have, <laughs> I do have privilege in that because I genuinely don't give a shit about the fact that I'm taller than you. <laughs> And you clearly give a lot of a shit about the fact that I'm that I'm taller than you. Just fucking seeing everything at concerts. Uh, <laughs> That's very valid to be bitter. Uh, it's not even like I'm that tall compared to other elves. How tall are you, actually? I think we just established you're taller than a party full of small-sized creatures and oh, also a fox. Yeah, so. I'm 5'4". Whoa. <laughs> I was just going to let that dead silence sit there, actually. <laughs> All right. Compared to I'm other only elves. like, I'm only, like, barely half a foot taller. Uh-huh. So I'm going to uh, ask a little bit more of this uh, hurdy-gurdy player. So, um, so, 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 uh, you, you play. You play at the Gwendoloo. Uh, well, outside the Gwendoloo. So that means... Do, do you know about the, the back entrance? Do they have a back entrance? Because you're not going through the front. Well, as she just said, she plays like across the street from the Gwendolyn. She doesn't actually go in. Oh, across the That's street. Right. She's like, I'm pretty sure there's an alley, you know, where they dump trash and oh, stuff. Oh, there's an alley. I've never really wanted to go down there because it smells gross. Well, I'm used to trash. Trash is fine. That's nice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Here we are in the equivalent of a bourbon street mm-hmm. in the ghost quarter here. I imagine trash is fairly common. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And alleys. Alleys are where you find all the good, uh, all, all of the good, uh, dang it, what is the uh, the Latin for mushrooms? Funguses? Funga? Funguses, My- yeah. Mycelia? That's a great plural. Yeah, the mycelia, yeah. So did you, like, want yeah, me to play yeah. something? Or? Just, just play me out. I'm going to find my way over to that... Uh, that Gwindaloo place, and uh, let's uh, may- maybe I'll maybe I'll see you sometime. I don't suppose you're in the need for a good salve or a potion. No, but thank you. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, you'll know where to find me. I'm just gonna pull my hood tight again and uh, scurry off. She plays a hurdy gritty cover of the Academy Awards music. They start playing to make people stop talking as you walk away. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Hey, you said play you out. She did exactly that. <laughs> and she waited till you were done talking. I assume it's always the same music, but I just think of it as the thing they start playing over people whose speeches run too long. I think it is the same. I mean, it, it was either that or Baby Elephant Walk, right? I'm not sure which would be the more insulting I like one. the idea that there's a punishment music of the Academy Awards. It's like the can full of coins that you shake at a cat. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, Ericene wants to, um, I think I've noticed that Wealthy doesn't really know what's going on around here. I'm just standing there looking around going, oh shit. And so I want to kind of approach her and be like, are you okay? Um, this is a little overwhelming. Uh, I, I generally stayed at the university. Um, I studied in the libraries on weekends. Um, this is kind of overwhelming. Oh, this is like, as long as you don't like, you know, make eye contact with people who are, um, not drunk, um, <laughs> you'll be fine. Okay. I haven't seen anything that looked particularly out of the ordinary, but it all looks kind of out of the ordinary to me. It's, I mean, it's, it feels to me mostly like a normal, you know, weekday in the Warrens, but again, like, I've usually been the people walking around <laughs> carrying the exciting looking glowing drinks, so. Yeah, what's up with those? Could you oh, try one? I got, I found, I asked a guy about it, and he told me where to find them, and so I think we should go there, because they are pretty weird. I've never yeah. seen anything like this in the Warrens. Granted, it's been since I was in college that, you know, I've been here, but I don't ever remember seeing anything like this anywhere in the city. It's really weird, and I'd like to check it out. Do you? Yeah. Do you think it has something to do with our, uh, with our mystery? Oh! Oh, hi! Hi! Hey! <laughs> hey, I just got back. Sorry. Hey! Um, so the, so there's all these, like, weird drinks, and, um, I found out where they're coming from. Um, does this seem to you, Grix, like the kind of thing that we're looking for? <sighs> Grix is going to look at it and sniff it. Oh, I don't have one. Oh, you don't have one. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, Grix... I, I just like gesture at the people walking down the street. I like gesture with my eyes at the people walking down the street carrying these, you know, glowing liquid. And looking particularly high. And looking particularly high, yeah. Okay, uh, Grix will squint, squint at them and try to make out what the drink is and try to make a wild guess if it has anything to do with what's going on. It's a liquid, and it's glowing. Oh, cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you don't have enough information to really have a guess about whether it's related to what's going on or not. You would need to examine it or whatever the situation is closer to be able to determine that. Hmm. Okay, at the moment I'm heading towards the Gwindaloo with the aim of doing a little investigating. I'm not, uh, I'm not comfortable with people just walking around getting this kind of weird <laughs> off of something I haven't been able to identify yet. So, so do you meet up with us as we're also going over there or no you might bump into me but being the uh sneaky little loner i am i'm currently thinking that what i want to do is get into that back alleyway and see if i can figure out what's in their dumpster all right okay so i'm gonna say that sure everyone who is not vaughn's Kind of sees Vaughn's like a little bit down the street, and then he ducks down an alleyway, kind of off to the side, and probably goes behind the Glendaloo. Wonder what he's doing. I'm like, uh, 
He doesn't... I mean, he seems to just want to do his own thing. Clearly he doesn't trust me, so I feel like I'm not the right person to follow him. Uh, should someone follow him? Um, yeah, I'll follow him. I'm, as a halfling, I have the ability to move and be to be stealthy. Move silently. Okay. With a successful dexterity check, halfling can move silently. Yeah. So, okay. I will follow him and meet you in the club or out in front, depending on how long this takes. And okay. dexterity is my secondary characteristic. All right. Act you don't need to roll it yet, but... Okay. Yeah. Okay. As a uh, yeah, the the important bit that I was about to ask is if this movement is intended to be stealthed from me specifically. Like, are you like trying to watch me do things uh, without being detected, or no, not necessarily. I'm just trying to be undetected, be stealthy, and not be seen by a lot of different people. Right, right. Get down the alleyway as I am without. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm looking at the the fox folk traits, and I do have low light vision and fleet of foot, but I don't know if I have anything that's particularly specific to stealth. Yes, I don't think you explicitly have anything specific to stealth. That said, like, you can still try to walk softly and stay out of sight. It's just not something you're trained in to the same extent like a rogue would be. Right, right. Fox is uh, slightly more stealthy than um, uh, raccoons, perhaps, but <laughs> not exactly your your thief type. But like getting down the alley without people noticing you is pretty much just a... You walk down the street and then dash down the alley because no one cares. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, kind of an everyday thing. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So that that was all just me trying to gauge the importance of stealth in this specific case. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask you to roll it if it comes up. Brilliant. That that works. That's kind of how this uh, game thing yeah, goes, isn't right? it? Um, that's why I have all these dice. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll follow Vons down the alleyway. All right. And I'll, and I'll come up behind him and I'll go, what you looking at? I'm just poking through the garbage, trying to see if, trying to see what they're making this stuff out of. Oh, the glowy drinks? Yeah, yeah the glowy drinks. that's really bizarre. What do you think they might be doing? Well, garbage smells a little funny. Eh, and garbage yeah, always smells. But kind of smells like garbage, but what are you looking for in particular? Oh, anything that isn't normal garbage. Okay, I'll help you look. So I guess we'll both start looking All through right. the garbage. All right. What do I roll for a dumpster dive? <laughs> well, first off, I want to see what are Grix and what are Grix and Erisine up to. I'm gonna say to Grix in Draconic. So, like, what do you think is wrong with this thing? Uh, oh, seems like a magic leak. Is that, like, normal? I'm so sorry. I just, I don't understand any of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, magic leaks happen. Uh, it's 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 an unfortunate side effect to this whole machinery. Uh, there's really not a whole lot we can do about it proactively. Just gotta patch and, patch and fix as we go. It's so weird. Like, 
I just I feel like we just don't have these kind of problems in my neighborhood. Uh, that sounded really bad, right? You realize this is all one mountain, right? <laughs> we have these problems everywhere. I mean, yes, it is, but like, I don't. It. Do they like fix them faster in like at the top or? I don't know. Probably. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Fewer people live up there. Yeah, you're telling me. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, should we should we follow the fox and the halfling? You mean Vons and wealthy? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I was thinking I would go in and maybe see like what if they can tell me what it is mm, yeah well yeah go for it but also like i don't know if i'm supposed to like leave you alone i've never done this before. oh i'm fine i'm okay this is okay. this is a, just a normal street is it <laughs> yeah okay okay sure i'm gonna go inside yeah i'll follow you're gonna follow me or not. No, I, it's fine. Just don't. I won't crap your style. Talk. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess we're going inside. All right. So <laughs> the two of you approach the back door or the front door. Sorry. And Fawns and Wealthy are diving into a dumpster and it's about the time that we stop recording, so we're going to end on the cliffhanger of what happens next. Ooh! Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions? Comments? Feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at Facebook.com slash primary attribute pod or on Twitter at prime attribute or at primary attribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. Thanks, Ian. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute.